baby. Today we are chit chatting. Dipper is in an undisclosed location and he won't Shh. fucking tell us where. Don't He's eating tell. bread and microwavable bacon. That's I'm right. over we- here just trying to wake the fuck up after a very successful fat slut. That's right. And we um we talk about the two year anniversary of Fat Slut. We talk about Dragula, season five, episode three, the ghosts of the Great Gatsby Gatehouse, and the fucking dystopian reality we live in. Where so weird you know out here. All right. <laughs> Enjoy. You know what I mean? M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Happy seconds. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-91. Eight zero. Our email is sloppyseconds.pod at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you slept, you stupid little fuck. You're not so fuck. You darn little fuck. So we're going to Big Dipper Meepaw. I'm Meepaw, and that's Big Dipper. Big Dipper Hello. is coming to us from an undisclosed location, um, a hotel room somewhere, and he won't tell me where. What is your deal? Why do you, do you always mean? need to know every every little thing? I don't need, well, because I asked, where are you? And instead of just being like, oh, I'm just out of town or whatever you were like i don't know you're like it's coy just about it a, a little time. i don't know oh no you're a secret you're one of the secret queens on season 17 yeah but i um negotiated podcasting abilities you better hit the slay button faggot you and trixie mattel she's stealing your catchphrases what first do you mean? katia stole our segment wait and now you, trixie, trixie is saying that well, no, she just, she literally captioned an Instagram post of her and Sarah Michelle Geller, and the caption was, hit the slay button. I, I know that's not, like, uh, the original quote is, hit the slay button. I saw that from that beautiful dinner that Evan Ross Cat, Evan Katz Ross, Evan Ross Katz. Evan Ross Katz hosted, and then, I like, this is what I don't understand about, like, media and money, and sometimes... There, there are like some days when I'm like, I got to get that thing going. And then other times when I'm just like, I feel like it's all this like fake facade that could be blown over in the in a heartbeat. And I'm sure if we were to have Evan on the show, like he would just like answer what it is. But Saturn, former guest of the pod, DJed that event. Ooh. And so I saw a bunch of posts on her feed about like I'm doing this swanky party and then I saw Evan post and I was like, "Oh, the decor matches." And then like all of a sudden like all of the different puzzle pieces were coming together and I was like, "What is the purpose of that dinner?" And then I and then I like looked further and it's like just to have the luminaries together. Meta and Threads I guess hosted it and then these like rich socialite people it was like at one of their homes but at that level i'm like what is the point of this is the point beyond just like a group of people in a room and then there's content like are they like like, planning something it it seemed like there's something planned because it was a month ago or whatever like on someone's post it was like oh so excited to be invited to this dinner like a month ago well maybe they got invited a month ago or 
No, I think I don't think it was that. Maybe, but it seemed like Trixie, her post and like what she's up to don't match up. Like she's in the studio. Anyway, interesting. So I think it all happened a while ago, and then the media is coming out now. But like, listen. But I think it's just the, like you said. I think it's just they were like, we have an excess of money. We want to throw an event. We want to just girl. Pay how for about all these people send, to be together? Send and some supplies we'll to the people in Palestine. I will say, last night was the two year anniversary of Fat Slut, and I yes. was up on stage hosting. It was a wonderful time. Congratulations to our tie between Chrissy Cakes and Cheetah Biscotti. They each won five hundred dollars. Wow. Um. It was a, they put on a fucking show. But I was hosting, and it was like the first act. I had just introduced the first person. They got off stage. I walk on stage to start, you know, just yabba, yabba dabba doing it, people. That's and how someone you do is it. screaming free Palestine at me, like chanting, screaming it at me. Yeah. And I was like, yes, we, no one here is going to disagree with you. Free Palestine. Well, if you have other opinions, surprised. please leave now. Like everyone was cheering for it, but it was just like, it's that thing where I was like, no one's disagreeing. Like, we all agree. Why Why try to derail the show? Uh, well, I think we don't all agree. And I think that um, they're, you know, the more visibility, the better. It's, you know, as we peel back the layers of this onion, it is really becoming like... I've seen a lot of people on the internet who's like their their fucking accounts are getting uh, banned. Like if you choose to follow them and they've been posting about what's going on in Gaza, like you get an alert that says, um, hey, this person has been posting a lot of misinformation. Like f- directly from Instagram. Oh, And like wow. Twitter has been wildly fucked up. Like the the like anti-semitism mixed with um like it, it's just it's 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 all coming back to like the billionaires here in the states mm. yes i mean not really just in the states it's all coming back to the billionaires, the billionaires everywhere period. there are no ethical billionaires that does no, not absolutely exist not. you can't be a billionaire and be ethical because so, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, it feels like the whole point of Fat Slut is you're surrounded by a community of people who are all like-minded and you're there to let loose. Shout out to Lucy LaDukes. You're there to let go. You're there to have a good I time. I know she's got a hog. Um, but it does feel like the more you say it, the better, the, the more people understand it. Like, there have been some major, they shut down the Bay Bridge, girl. They drove up I onto that bridge, that. took the keys out the car. Uh, threw them in the lake, handcuffed themselves, and they were like, goodbye. No one's driving this through is where here. We're at, babes. No one's getting through. So um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What did, yeah, what did, did people there was think like a that thing, at the party? I don't know if it's still. Wait, what? How did people think about that at the party? I mean, I, I just, you know, did the speech of like, yes, free Palestine. Absolutely. What's going on over there is horrible and it's a genocide and da 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 da. Everyone cheered and then like the show just kept going. Yeah. It is such a wild thing to be like aware of the world in this time because we, it's just a constant duality. Like we're always like, Yes, this is so horrific. Ooh, I got a notification. The boots I want on eBay it, are ready. Yes, it feels so weird that it's happening, and it's so, like like you said, it's just so horrific. It's just a, a genocide, and it seems like 
life has to go on like normal, but also like just thousands of people are dying. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to like, I don't know. It's dark. We live in dark fucking times. Cease fire, please. I was watching this um, uh, show. It's on Amazon. In, in your hotel room? Uh, this was before I got to this hotel. Oh, okay. Over your eyes a little more on the Zoom screen here. I was watching All this I'm show. saying is if I showed up in a random hotel room on a Zoom call, you would have questions. I don't think so. I know you're an adult. You got life to live. So this is an adult trip. <laughs> no, it's a, it's. A, I mean, what a, what other trip would it be? I am an adult no. after know. all. I was watching this show and like, it's a futuristic show, but there's like, and there's some like dystopian fucked up like technology billionaire crime, but at the same time like. It's like a funny rom-com and they kind of switch back and forth with like a lot of whiplash from like cutesy like couple stuff and then like the fate of the world depends on us. And I was like, this is kind of hard to like bounce back and forth from. And then I'm like, mm, we do it constantly on our it's phone. Like day to day. Yeah. Just scrolling. You'll see something horrific and then just like, it's just wild. Just watching I don't know why Twitter isn't taking down the videos of people literally dying. Well, because some of it is, you know, need. To, I guess you don't need to see it, but some of it is like it's important to be aware of. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about like an accident, like at a circus show or like an no, alligator no, no. bites. Keep those up. Keep those up. I'm talking about <laughs> war. Like, there's like drone footage of them bombing in Gaza and they're like posting it and showing it and it's like. I watched a bomb being dropped on a human person. Like yeah, I watched awful. that happen. And then you scroll down and then it's just like uh, people jerking off. It just is like wild. It is It like, it makes me want to just, I try to report them, but what are you going to do? Tell me about go to a meta dinner. It was a I wonderful was, time. Yeah. Go to, you go to a threads and meta dinner hosted by Evan Ross which Evan, listen, he put we're tastemakers. A beautiful lineup. We're innovators. I've seen Buffy. We're not innovative on that level, boo. No, I would not say that. I would say we are innovative on that level. We're not bankrolled on the level as the people at that dinner. Yes, I would I would say yes to that. But we're we'll never be Michelle Geller. <laughs> or Sarah, in fact. Who's that? Sarah. Right, Michelle Geller. What did Monet say to you last night? Did she throw you we up against even, the wall and say, stop joking? I didn't even make fun of her big old me. fat butt and her tiny little waist. No, she came in early. Um, she came in full drag, which always shocks me when like they're just a judge. And so act two ended. Vander did her just beautiful carry number. Like, you know, Vander, just incredible no matter what she does. Never wears a lash, though, but incredible. And then <laughs> act two ended, and Monet is standing there, and she goes, who do I give my music to? And I was like, give your music to? What are you talking about? Because um, I had messaged her. I was like, you can just judge for this much, or you can do a number for this much. And she never responded. 
And then she was like, who would I give my music to? And I was like, you're going to do a number? And she was like, yeah. And so out on the tart before the sexy food eating competition happened, she like went out there and did like a classic Monet mix. And it was so good. That I New was... York mix with the little spoken word and then the And then the, the thing and then the spoken and then the word. New song, and then the, the kick kick and the cock cock. She's yeah. got the little pussycat wig with the beret on it. With the beret, of course. And I was like, <laughs> and the oversized so uh, sweater. And then she, I think she had a wonderful time. She's, I love her. I'm going to stop making BBL jokes. I'm going to stop that rumor. She's the best. She's so She's much incredible. fun. Yeah. I really, really do like her. And she was so fun. And um, when it, I always love having the guest judge because then I can just be like, who, who do you want to win? And then she was like, we'll do audience vote. And I go, well, that's why are you here then? Then why are you here? Um, and then the audience, it was it was really torn between Chrissy and Cheetah. Like, we could not tell the difference. Everyone was losing their mind. Of course, Cheetah Biscotti did my favorite number, the Steve Harvey. Stephen Harvey. Harvey. Stephen Harvey. Harvey. Um, it was great. They both won. And I was up on stage, and I turned to Jeremy because I was like, ooh, $500 each is going to be steep. And I looked at Jeremy Lucido, and I went, the bar is going to be paying one of these girls. <laughs> he was like, what? And I go, the bar will be paying. You both win. I was like, you need to go get me $500, Jeremy, from the bar. And he was like, uh, okay. Girl, you act like you part owner of that place. I part of, I was thinking about that the other day because I was listening to some drag queen talk. You could buy in. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I could probably buy in for like 10% of the bar or something. I mean, I... <laughs> Bitch, those are talk about going to a, a tastemaker's dinner. Those are the moves to make. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, someone was telling me about like how amazing Taylor Swift is, and I was like, okay, I'm having a hard time with this conversation. Just I kidding. Kill um, no, but they said after her first, and this is all complete slander. Who knows if this is true? Someone fact check it. But after her first national stadium tour. She bought a fleet of trucks and buses. So she, she rents them out to other people. She rents them out to other people who go on tour. That's genius. So she's That's like, genius. those are mine. I own those. And then I make money Was off this them before or after she stole all of Katy Perry's tour team? I'm always bringing now up. Now we got bad blood. Oh, it's housekeeping? Oh, sorry, let's take a break. Because you're in a hotel. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like 
that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And we're back! Um, what a wonderful night we had last night. It truly was magical. It's insane that it's been two years, which only means 24 shows, which means I've done 27 fat sluts altogether. Yeah, because you did Atlanta, you did Austin. Austin, oh God, Austin and San Francisco. Insane. And San Francisco. Austin was insane. We're, I'm talking to Austin again about doing like a full weekend. Fun. Bring me, please. Okay. Now, what are you going to do? One of your it, little songs? <laughs> you act like now now uh, can I be vulnerable? Yeah, sure. You act like I'm not good. I've never said that. No, <laughs> I know. Um you act I like I wanna I'm, watch the um the because you performed for at the Queen Theater, right? Yeah, I did. How did that go? It was great. At the Queen Theater, right? Wait, or is it Queen's Theater? <laughs> Queen's Theater. No, the, the queen. plural queens, because it's the borough. No, what I was going to say, the vulnerability, as I was going to say, is I don't I don't push my... Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about this. Sexual those. agenda. <laughs> no, that I do push. No, I don't, like, over-push my personality as, like, a... I, this is my personality and book me and I'm in the I'm in this and let's do a meet. I'm sort of like I'm mostly there to work. And so yeah. it happens many times in my life or it has happened where like I book a show as a headliner and like the motherfucker doesn't sell. But if you put me on stage at your at your very successful event, I will turn the motherfucking party. I've said this so many times on this this podcast where that's why I'm such a good pride act or if like there's a big bear event, I will I will not disappoint. I will always deliver, but I don't know that I always get butts in seats. Does that make I sense? I feel the same way. Not about you, about myself. No, I think you get butts in seats. Like Butts and but, seats, butts and seats. But I guess you're right. If you were doing like the meatball show and it was just like one hour of you, there would probably be a lot of people coming. But because it's fat slut, you've built something that is about you, but is also sort of about the overall thing. It's about, yeah, the show and then the sexy food eating at the end. Yeah. I think it's hard. I mean, we talk about it all the time, but like there's not, I mean, there's not a show, that, a reality show that you could go on that would immediately elevate you like there is for drag queens. like Shark Tank. Shark Tank. 
You go sure. in there and you're like, I'm going to pitch you a podcast studio now. I'm going to pitch you a warehouse fuck party called Drain Your Nut. Drain Your Is that coming back? Drain Your Nut 4 is happening on December 16th. At That's the same right. location? Drain Your Nut before the holiday season, honey. Get all those cummies out before you go see the family. December yeah, 16th. You got to get the poison out before you see your family. You don't want to December 16th, we're doing an afternoon party and an evening party and announcing, you know, you know, you know, the special Drain Your Nut Bader event on the following Sunday, the 17th, in the early evening. Strictly for cock baiters. So what happens if you catch someone sucking a dick? Honey, uh, that's They're why I walk out. around with the ruler. A ruler? Slap them on the wrist. Oh. <laughs> Slap them like, on the back of the head. Like, leave room for Jesus. Like measure. <laughs> oh yeah! Like, no, walk around with can, a yardstick. Four feet, everybody. You can touch on each other. Just it's meant to be a baiter group, so it's like poppers and baiters and porn. Oh my! Now, were you telling me this, or did someone else tell me this? Where they were like, Dipper was. A, you like walked by, or someone mentioned you, and someone was like, "Oh yeah, he was at the sex party right before this." Oh no! It was after your show in Brooklyn. Then you went to a sex party. Yes. Yes. And someone was like, I saw him at the show and then I saw him at the sex party later. The same person? Yeah, I guess. I really, my brain is scrambled, (laughs) but when it comes to me, it'll come to me. Well, I told you that I went to the fisting party after my show. And who I was there. Someone I heard from somewhere else. Maybe it was Wreck It Ralph, AKA Pinche. She didn't go, but she knows more people there. And I did just spend the whole weekend with Pinche at Orville Peck's Rodeo. We already talked about this. How do you go to a fisting party after you've fully exhausted yourself? Like, wouldn't you want to go shower and, like... Wait, why didn't I... Did I shower? I didn't shower. I'll tell you this. My solo show with no backup dancers, a little more cash little less aggressive on the dancing, little more like just bouncing my head back and forth while I rap lyrics. So like I was sweaty and I was tired, but I wasn't I wasn't like I need to do a uh get into jacuzzi and stretch my, you know, hamstrings. Mm. Mm. Get in the, mm. Try to get in the jacuzzi, and then everyone goes, "That guy's mean. That guy sucks." So rather, what I would do is I would. Um, just take a shower and then I'll take a nap and then I would leave. And then you would the party. leave. Did you keep the bathrobe? No, it kind of smelled like milk. But, but just because of like the, you know, it's an old house and maybe the dryer didn't ventilate properly. It was clear. It was clearly Sometimes clean. Sometimes you got to run the dryer twice on something. Sometimes you, know? you just got to keep the dryer on run. run. <laughs> just keep throwing things in and out, you know? Keep them hot. Do you keep fresh, do that? Keep spicy. That just reminds me, I, my next break, I need to go dry the towels from last night, because they're sitting in the dryer, and I know it's not completely dry. I have an insane thing to tell you about my landlord. Can I get into this? Is that this? why you're at a hotel? Yes, tell me. Ooh, that is a really good good idea, or suggestion, that that might be. Because I also didn't tell you what time zone I'm in, which is interesting, because I kept referring to the time we were recording in LA time. Yes. So you're back in New York? So I no, could be. You were in- if you were in New York, you would be staying at that house where you stayed last time. No, because they don't live there anymore. 
they've since been. No, but the one that you were in, no, when you came back and you were like, this oh, is a, yeah, a yeah. Gentlemen's yeah. quarters and seven people live here and you pay for the days. All right. So in my apartment, there's my a couple. Apartment. Th- there's a couple things about my apartment. One, I've talked about it. When the the windows are open and I don't have a television or a fan or music or any other sound in the in the apartment, I can distinctly hear the faint sound of a smoke alarm that needs the battery change. And this has been this way since I moved into the apartment. So I prefer to keep the windows closed unless I'm like playing music. And at night when the when I'm like watching a movie at nine o'clock at night on your old TV that has that weird metal thing that hangs off the back of it. I still have that TV. This can't TV get that me. thing off of there, can you? <laughs> no, and also the sound on that TV is like really I need to buy a new you TV. You have to plug in the sound bar or buy a new TV. So honestly, I, <laughs> Black Friday is coming up. Get you, order one off Amazon. Give that billionaire Jeff Bezos more money. So I have to watch that TV at a high volume when I'm watching a movie. And so I don't want the windows open because I'm like the whole neighborhood will hear whatever I'm watching. So I keep them closed. But then the apartment gets hot because I live above the garage where all the water heaters are. So then sometimes I have to like run the air conditioning a little, you know, into the fall. Mm -hmm. My landlord. It's none of their business what you do with that air conditioner. This is what I'm saying. Okay. Text me, 9.51 p.m., last Saturday night. Are you home? Your living room air conditioning is running. I responded, yes, dot, dot, dot. He wrote, okay, just wondering, as it's rather cool. I wrote, do you need me to turn it off? He wrote, that is your choice. Is your other fan working? Just wondering. Because there's like an internal fan, sort of like a bathroom fan, but it's like in the hallway, and so it could like circulate air. But it's so intense, it blows dust in from the fucking roof, so I don't like to use it. I I wrote, I assume so. I don't use it often. He wrote, sure. You might be surprised how it can cool the apartment with the windows open. Just saying. I responded. I responded, would you prefer I do that? And he wrote, it's up to you, of course. It just might be cheaper for you. You might experiment, dot, dot, dot. And I wrote, okay. And then you left your air conditioner on, I hope. Absolutely. Why does it bother them what you're doing? It's not like you're you're not pounding away. Like you're not changing the, the floor plan. You're not destroying the building. You have the air conditioner running. Who cares? Who cares? And it's oftentimes, your money. when I'm running it's, that air conditioning, I have it set on fan. It's just bringing the air in from the outside, but having a little white noise in the background so I don't hear the fucking smoke alarm term that I cannot, for the life of me, identify whose house it belongs to. But it's also your none of his money. Business. Who yeah, cares? Exactly. It's none of his business what goes on in there. You're renting it. Yeah, I thought that was a gag, gag, gag. Any standout you know? from last night besides Monet doing a number? Shock and surprise. Yeah. Oh, the big yawn, huh? Cheetah Biscotti was incredible. Kyra Jete is always a 10 out of 10. I mean, Bitch Pudding gave, did a cartwheel, which she hasn't done in years because of the shoulder surgery. Right. Vander, like I said, did her carry number. 
just its first time at precinct it was my first time seeing it and fuck if she's not incredible like it was just such a great lineup and it was all like people that i love working with and they were all incredible performers that Most is of the so two. cool. Melissa gave us, like I said, she gave us. Um, she gave you Uki, and then she gave. She you... gave us Uki, and then she gave us WeHo Girly, and she did her like the famous kitty cat mix that like was one of the first numbers I ever saw her do. Meow when meow I was, like, meow. Gag gag gagged. Yeah. Kitty cat, kitty cat. Meow meow meow. She still got it. You know that's. What crazy. do you mean still? Not like she like retired or got old. Well, we are much. Old. We are eight years older than we were when we first met. I want to crawl into a cave. So, for her to still be doing, like, death drops and the splits and all that, it's, you know, I guess you got to right. stay fit, you know? I guess you're very right. Like, well, let's take a break, and when we... I'm sorry? Doing the cartwheel, I was gagged. I was like, your shoulder! Anyway, I threw up at the end of the night. We'll be right back. Everyone. Why? Wait, 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 wait. Don't bury the lead. Why'd you throw up? I think I ate too much and then, like, plowed onto stage. I ate, like, an order of tater tots, um, a BLT. I don't know. I guess that's it. I also, like, didn't drink a ton. Just Your at the end of the night. Just... Maybe it was because of the smell of, because one of the foods was shrimp and tuna in a jello mold. That's gross to me. And it was two of them. And that's what Cheetah Biscotti got. And she laid across them like a plank. <laughs> the gross one was the meatballs with the raviolis in a jello mold. No, the actually the gross one was I took a bunt pan and I took five pounds of beef, ground beef. And I I'm filled familiar. the bunt pan and I made a meat uh what do you call that? Meatloaf, but it was a bunt shape. Uh-huh. And then I had them ice it with uh, mashed potatoes and then stick little Smokies on it. You know what you should do icing? Wait, wait and all the meat was raw? No, I cooked it. <laughs> oh, my God. The I tuna it. and I the shrimp it. looked raw. No, but it was tail on shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> it was cheaper. The um, shrimp. Uh, shrimp. You should do an icing with like a salmon paste. Like, so it's like pink. But oh it's like, God. you know, it's like, <laughs> um, all right, well, let's take a break and then we'll, um, talk we'll right. about Dragula. But do you like this? Is this of interest to you? Yeah, that, oh yeah, that would work for me. Who is that? Give him my number. I'm just curious. All right. We'll be right back. Well, where are they? We're, We're back. back. It's time for Drag Seconds. Now, I did watch it when it came out. So it comes out on Tuesdays, right? Comes out on Monday night at nine. Gag. Very cool. Well, this is episode three, Ghosts of the Gatehouse, and it starts with a little bareback skit. Sorry, Ule Brothers, Brothers skit. That's skit. Bill, a BB, BB skit. When do you think Dragula, like Boulet Brothers Dragula, is going to be the top search when you type it in and not Rob Zombie's hit song, Dragula? Oh. 
it depends, I guess, on where you're typing it because I've never. I, that's the first I've ever heard that Rob Zombie has a song called Dracula. What? Yeah. Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches and slam in the back of my Dracula. That's, Ooh, that hurt. That's, now, I am on the BouletBrothersDracula.com website. They have nails, stiletto, coffin. They have a Hello Ugly's tote, the official matte studded tumbler. I have, I, I have a theoretical, not a theoretical, I just have a preponderance that I want to. Do you think there was a conversation this year when they said, you know what, fuck it, let's literally just do the Drag Race model? Because I feel like in so many other past years, they've worked really hard to be like, we're doing a drag competition show, and yes, we have to start with a number of people, and then we have to whittle it down. We have to present a look and do a challenge. Like, you know, enough of the things were the same. But I feel like this season, and I guess, here's the other thing, I'm not mad at it. I actually find it easier and better to watch but it's like there's a video message in the room there's like it's all do you know what i mean like it all just is falling in line with the drag race model and again i'm not mad at it but do you think they made a conscious choice to do that i think i think once they whittled away all the stuff that people complained about you end up with the drag race formula okay You know what I mean? Because they haven't really added anything new. They've just gotten rid of the stuff that everyone complains about, except for room service. Is that room service that you're eating? Yeah, at the Haunted Hotel. At the Haunted Hotel. A ghost brought it to me. I think what once they got rid of everything, people people like you know it just ends up being uh, drag race, and so then they are like, well, let's let's maybe that is it, and then that's why they were like, let's just make the drag race stage. Mm. And like have the bomb, 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 bomb with the lights before they go up. I do love that the still the one complaint that everyone has on line is like, why do they keep pretending like the alarm going off <laughs> and they all have to act shocked? Y'all, they're trolling us at this point. They, they know really that we lean all into it hard. It, they this just episode, like, let's do it. Let's have fun. This episode, Throb Zombie was like, oh, we've got to go upstairs now? Like, <laughs> Which, if you go back to previous episodes, Throb doesn't even react. Girl, some people they just are like, like, look at the camera like, oh, not this. Yeah, exactly. Well, they got to talking to. Okay, it starts with the Boulay Brothers skit where they're working at the front desk of a haunted mansion and they're talking directly to the camera to us. They get, They're giving us a, a recap of what just happened after we just watched the recap of what just happened. Did you notice that? I you did. You better stop the fuck eating while we're recording this. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm so hungry. I've been working all day. <laughs> but it okay. gives you like the recap of what happened last episode, and then it cuts to them. So I don't know if that's like a Shutter thing that Shutter makes the first part, but anyway, they recap it. It looks slay. They look amazing. So Cynthia, what's her last name? Kiss. Cynthia Doll. Cynthia Doll. Who's Cynthia Kiss? Maybe she is Cynthia Kiss. No, she's Cynthia Daw. Cynthia. Cynthia Kiss spelled with an S, S is a different drag is queen. from Canada's Drag Race Season 2. That's correct. Okay, got you. Okay, so Cynthia Dahl, Um. Oh, I get it. That's from Rugrats, right? Yes, she's the Cynthia Doll. That was her first look. <laughs> Bitch, I am dumb. Okay, so she... <laughs> 
<laughs> she comes in. Take another mon- bite, faggot. <laughs> she comes in in monologues, and she's like, I sent Onyx on Dick's home. Wake up. Get the fuck in the game. Like she, She's like not only giving herself a pep talk, but everyone else. And they're all sort of like. Girl, okay, why are you so why are you so heated? She came in heated. That I did that that felt like she needed to prove something the minute she came in. But everyone was like, "We're actually just like happy that you're back." Like, yes, it no was one, like, no one was, was on willing 10, to fight with her. Yeah, they were like, "And." <laughs> and I love Fantasia's quote after that whole big monologue. She looked at the camera and she's like, "Who knew eating worms would have you that crunk, honey?" <laughs> Fantasia is is like slowly climbing at like my one of my faves. Yeah. Just her all of her reactions. Every time if something's going on, I look to her to tell me how to feel. And it's also like there's so much pump in that lower lip. She can't Stop. always keep her mouth closed. And so like that sort of like a little like lips parted open mouth like look is kind of amazing. It's beautiful. Okay, um, it's clear that none of the other divas really see it for Anna. They're all like, girl, are you going to do anything? Well, her thing kind of fell apart on her at the last episode. Right. And they keep on being like, what are you going to do? You got to go bigger. You got to go bigger. And she's like, I will. This is the time. I need to be more theatrical. This is it. I'm going to do this. Panera bread. Okay. So you're near a Panera. Did you get an iced coffee from Panera? Girl, that's going to taste burnt. It has sugar in it. Sugar, honey. That's awful. Well, that ruined my day. Ruined my day. Well, what hotel chain are you staying at? Oftentimes they have coffee in the room where you could go downstairs to the lobby. They do, but they never have good cold brew, which is what I'm interested in. Okay, keep going. Yeah, she just keeps talking about how she um she's gonna level up and it's gonna be next level and amazing and then it always kind of just needs like a little extra push. It yeah. needs something else. I agree. It's often I think the kind of the thing that people fall into in a competition where like the feedback they're given isn't specific, right? Like it's not like, hey, stop talking so much or don't wear platform boots, wear a heel. Like those are specific pieces of feedback or like don't come out in an all black look. We've seen it too many times. But to say like you've got to push, you've got to level up, you've got to be where the other people are. Like that's a really hard thing to accomplish because oftentimes – You already have what you have. You already have a what? You already have what you have. Like once you have you're what there, you have, yeah. how do you like level up? The majority of the time people receiving that advice or that feedback, they're they're at the level they're at. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you can't just you can't be in a competition setting and then be like, oh, I'm gonna level up. And like it's just it's not something that you just do in a day because someone told you to. Like, it takes time. So tell us about this fright feet. What was it? Oh, I, I I like feel like you're reading the same list of notes. That no. I have. Okay, so what the fright it? feet was just Coco Kane comes back to host the fright feet. Oh, she ate. 
She ate, she walked around. I was like, every episode, please. I need her in every episode. Put her as a permanent judge. I would like to see more. She was just so soft spoken, but she also like, so oh, full of shade. If you're interested in pulling one of these keys, it was like, girls, we come through. Like, tell them what they got to do. No, I liked it. That's Coco. She's like my mom at a restaurant. You got to <laughs> lean in. <laughs> so um, she basically, she tells Israel to bring out the keys. And then in the order that they're standing at, which it's not shady, but it is if you're last, you only have one key left. But the whole thing is random. How did so it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. So they all choose a key, and basically whoever chooses the key that has like an upgrade on it can choose to send someone home or save themselves. Or save someone else. Or save someone else. Basically. Which, why in a competition would you ever want to save someone else? Like it's a cute option. Right. But it's like at no point would I be like, yeah, I want to keep this one person. Right. I mean, send them all home. That's how I feel. So Jarvis gets the key. And Jarvis I, Hammer. Jarvis Hammer. I feel like everyone assumes, no T, that Jarvis like is not going to do anything. Like they're like, oh yeah, Jarvis is just going to like save himself. Like he's not going to, he's not going to like push or like do something dynamic or interesting. Um, is that how you felt? Well, I, yeah, I kind of felt like Jarvis has been everyone's friend and has stayed mostly out of all of the drama. So I, I just do. thought, oh, they'll just save themselves. But then I was like, Jarvis does have one of the best mugs and has been consistently delivering some of the best costumes. So it would be kind of a sleigh to send someone home. Right. And we don't find out until later in the episode. But they sent... Um, well, let's uh, just do it later in the episode. Oh, okay. So they have okay. the option. And I um, wasn't expecting them to be shady because they do, and all the confessionals seem like they are just um, neutral. I'm a neutral doll. Okay. My favorite moment from the like pre floor show when they like do the interviews is when Fantasia's like, I will not be doing an interview about my look because it is a surprise. <laughs> do you remember that? That I watched it with Pinche, and we both looked at each other and we said, "Slay Con, she better work. Like you better not play by the rules." Because then it's also like no tea, but it's like, girl, what was the surprise? It was Betty Boop? But like, that's not a surprise. Like she's not like now, one did of the Boulay brothers in a hotel. I sure, and the new Broadway musical is coming out about her. And she's gonna die in a hotel at the end. They'll tell a story about her, I'm sure. Boop, boop, bee doop. I just thought it was funny. Um, okay, so there was some kumbaya. Throb takes, Throb Zombie takes JK into the cauldron outfitted by Serve Vodka to... Uh, Minus, they're missing a flavor. What flavor is that? It's um, it's 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 red. Well, it's it's orange. It's blood orange. Blood orange. Which you might think is would be the most appropriate flavor to have in a spooky competition. But no, there's just something. And now what queen was on that one? I guess we'll never know. So um, Throb and JK have this thing. And like basically Throb is like, don't be so annoying and stop making enemies. And JK is like, 
um, celebrates yourself when you won because like Throb won last week and kind of didn't do anything about it. No, just sat there and was like, mm-hmm, that's it. I think Throb is very in their head about the competition and it's just like focused on winning, but in a way that they can't, like you said, celebrate themselves. Right. The, I didn't like that Kumbaya. Then it wasn't my favorite part was Blackberry being like, I'm not going to go home, so... I'm gonna make sure I go get on Jarvis's good side, and it was like it was like a classic like do 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 moment totally. walking over there. <clears throat> um, Blackberry is very funny. It was yes, great hilarious. on TV. Very funny to sort of one of the, famously my mom's favorite drag queen. Well, why wouldn't you be? Because I exist. Oh right, 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 right. Um, okay, and then. Neo is having this like emotional moment where basically her family is like a rather, I think she said religious. She definitely said strict Chinese traditional family. They do not know that she is a woman. They do not know that she does drag. They do like, they think she sort of similar. I mean, not as similar, but sort of similar to like the Kim cheese scenario where like mm-hmm. Kim cheese family knew she was like an artist artist. Or, like, and even said makeup, maybe. Yeah. But, like, Neo is, like, basically coming to terms with, like, oh, shit, everyone's going to see me on the show. Everyone's going to know my, like, like clock my real tea now. And then she's also, on top of that, like, she's not a pretty seasoned performer. So she's dealing with all of that. Yeah, she's got a lot going on. But I think she's handling it well. Did you see um, Shrinkle Amy posted a picture of Orcotic and um, and Niahuru. Oh, together like they're dating. Well, no, they're just hanging out at her house. But she had to explain to them what Land Insider meant. They didn't know. They've been watching the show. They've been interacting with Land Insider, and she had to explain like that it's a pun. And like their faces in the picture is so funny. Pun 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 pun. pun. I love that. What, now, what happened next? Is it time for the floor show? Wah, it's wah, time wah, for the floor wah, show. Wah. What are the Boulay brothers dressed like? Okay. Um, I did see somewhere where on Twitter someone asked, like, why are their hats shaped like that? Is it supposed to be an ashtray, a soap dish? Like, what is it? And Landon responded, sometimes art is just art. To which I say, they don't look like they're any in any way related to it. I don't want to judge their looks because my looks are never that great. But, like, they are not in any way associated with a hotel. It but, doesn't make uh, sense. But I don't think they often dress on theme. Sometimes they do. I guess so. Yeah, most of the time they're just in, like, black vinyl. Their lips looked amazing. Whatever, uh-huh. like, their beat was really, really cool. Their, their makeup is incredible. I just couldn't figure out exactly For the what. life of me what those outfits were. <laughs> <laughs> was, do you think it was one of those things where it's like they had a certain set outfits that one came the day of filming and they were just <laughs> they like, were like oh we gotta have to no. wear this because even um the tall jamie the tall one was like i can't wait to take this hat off like she was so mad about she it she did she did say that um the judges are tana reeve do back 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 back, 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 back again. again is this their third or fourth time i don't know i feel like she's on they're incredible i love them and Land Insider. Land Insider. Of course. Um, and I guess everyone wants to fuck uh, Israel. They're all like, he's fine. I guess they heard me go on and on about his body last week. So Everyone's like, always wanted to fuck Israel. That was the whole point of Israel. Well, you're going to have to wait till he smokes out that eye. 
Yeah, at the end of that three hour I smoke. It just kept you so know did sometimes you... you just focus on one thing for a little too long. So they do the floor show and then they all lip sync. They lip sync to the Devil's Ball, which is like a song from the 1917, 1920 era. 1916. I don't, I don't know. It was royalty free, so we gotta use it. Girl. You're telling me they watched that eight they listened to that song eight times? Yes. B to B? Bat to bag? Yes. And they did. Well, maybe they, it was like maybe one minute. Maybe it was like only eight minutes, you know? Like each girl did one minute of the song. No, because of the edit, they kept coming back to different people doing different parts, girl. They well, you know who they didn't cut to? Nia Hulu. She was not there at all. Yeah, she was not heavily featured. Um, I don't know. Whose look I didn't did like you it. like? I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I, you know, I like JK's look a lot. Yeah. Throb's look was insane to me. Um, and it, Throb's look almost was, looked like, um, Nicole. Um, no, Adams from the Adams family, the dad. Oh, what is his name? Who was the one with the picture frame? The mirror. Nero. That one was incredible. I think that Throbs and JKs were my favorite. Now, I will say, I was watching that JK dance around in that outfit for so goddamn long, waiting for that door to open. And when (laughs) it opened. From the side, not from the center? Not from the center. It opened from the side. And then it was just a couple of (laughs) knickknacks. Paddywhacks give it up. I thought it was going to be, I thought we were going to see something like insane or like something crazy. Not that it wasn't great. It was an incredible outfit and an incredible concept like to open it up. But then it was just like a couple And the glow up from the first two weeks to here. I think all of that helped like seal the win. But yeah, I really thought it was going to open from the center where the the buttons were. And then why not have like the knickknacks, but also a beating heart? Like why not have it? I thought I was going to see a rib cage, a ribs, something. And then like keys. Like, Oh, I'm the bellhop. Oh yeah. Or like, like, you're like, you're digging around. Like you lost your keys on the bottom of your purse, but it's your chest. Yeah. I don't know. Um, they did not like anaphylactics look at all. Oh, at all, honey. Yeah, she got the job. Jarvis's, it was weird that losing that hat really sent him into a spiral. Because the look, throw was, the hat like, away. It was like five, yeah, I was five like, fuck cleaners. that hat. Who cares? Like it, it's not, it's not giving anything extra. The outfit itself is incredible. Yeah, I didn't love Orgotic's outfit. At a certain point, you just go like, wow, like like week one amazing worm arms like all of that the metal like all of that is so cool but at a certain point you go like okay cool but like make that into what we're asking for like like it can't just be the the sort of like stretched flesh and metal week after week that's what they do baby that's what i do mama that's what i do of course Um, fantasia comes in in a swath of fabric her beat was crazy though she looked very cartoonish it was cool yeah it was good it was good my favorite was like her uh, hands knee- on her hands and knees, doggy, ass up, mm-hmm. just like wow. I also like that, that bottom like, lip fighting. She <laughs> she had that microphone, that like old vintage microphone. She didn't to- lip sync into it. Nope, she just let it hang. <laughs> let it hang. That's what Pinche said. She was like, "Why have it if you're not gonna lip sync into it?" And I was like, "Cause it, she's dead already. Who cares?" Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Oh well, she hung herself from the microphone cord. Oh, 
I thought I thought Trey didn't like the session. So he strangled her with the So he strangled her and she had crystallized. So JK is deemed uh winner of the challenge. Jarvis chooses to use the key to put Orgoctic up for extermination. Mm-hmm. And then what I thought was nice is that, and Santana and uh, Anaphylactic yes, are Santana. also. Santana. Oh, sorry. Santana. You know, I found out Santana had previously worked on other seasons of the show. Oh, really? Well, yeah, like on crew. Do you so think that's why. The background. Okay, so Satana Orgotic, why can't I say that name? Orc Gothic. Orc Gothic. And uh, Anaphylactic are up for extermination. And Satana, they show her backstage talking to the crew, and she's like, Well, I have nothing left to give. I'm boring now for the TV. Like, I guess it was drag delusion. Like, she was having, like, not like a talent freak out with the crew, but sort of like a real discussion with the crew. And that, that makes sense if she used to work on the show. Yeah, she's, like, basically hanging out with her friends. Yeah. The one thing I really did like is that the Boulets gave Fantasia and Jarvis feedback, even though they were safe. Typically, if you're safe, you, like, don't get that feedback. But they basically stepped up and they were like, we know it can be confusing to just be safe week after week. So here are some things to work on. Yeah. Which I appreciated. Yeah. So then the the challenge is, oh, my God, my voice is shot. You get covered in cheese and scramp. They should put a little scrimp on them. They get covered in cheese and then they get rats all over them. What? It's just gross. I don't think I'd mind. Me and PJ were talking about it and I was like, you know, those are just someone's pets. Like, it's not like they're going to bite you. Maybe they They put the cheese on you because those rats would probably lose fucking interest in you and like start running around. (laughs) I don't like. You don't like I, that. You don't like the the feeling of like little little, little paws all over you. <laughs> no, no. I, I think like the being the for me being strapped down would be the most uh, scary part because I don't like being like confined like that. Yeah, I'm not into any of it. I don't think. You don't want any little rats. I mean, I'm sure those rats were shitting and pissing on them too, like Willem and that snake. And pissing. And pissing. So uh, then, and- <clears throat> Orcotic is safe. And they send home Satana. So Anna is safe as well. We, I gotta say, I did not like Anna's thing. It wasn't big enough. And also, taking notes from a previous season, wasn't it Felony Dodger had a bunch of glass down their back? And they were like, why would you put it on your back when you could put it on the front? Mm. So that we can see it, please. And like we get the gag of the gunshot. But, like, we didn't get to see any of it because we were looking at your front the whole time. Just a thought. But, again, they had what they had. They came with what they had. And they did what they did. You know what I mean? Well, we did it. Are you excited for another episode? I mean, I'm watching it. I'm enjoying it. It's good. I mean, it's better than previous seasons for sure. I enjoy it. All right. We'll be right back with um, phone calls after and this. And that part. was the end of... Boogie's
And we're back. All right. I have plenty of phone calls for you to listen to. Seven. <laughs> Sir? Say again? Seven. Seven. I just sent you a very funny video. Hello, um, Big Dipper and Meatball. Um, uh, I have a fuck talk story. It is not my own. Um, I've shared my craziest one. Uh, I'm the one where my boyfriend cheated on me, and I cheated on him in the same house. The guy that I was sleeping with uh, shit on me. So my friend went to go uh, on a date with this guy. <laughs> Do you remember that? Vaguely. Vaguely. Uh, I'm the one where my boyfriend cheated on me, and I cheated on him in the same house. The guy that I was sleeping with uh, shit on me. So my... Mm. <laughs> friend I think I like to, to block go, out the poop calls. Uh, on a date with this guy. And, uh, so her friend went on a date with this guy. His house, and the first time they met, for some reason, cat just kept coming into his doggy door. And he wasn't doing anything about it. And, like, he was, they were, the cats were definitely pissing on all of his shit. And she said, my friend, she said that he didn't do anything about it and just kind of let them be and said that they weren't his cats. Uh, so that's weird. And so she didn't have sex with him. And then the next time that she went over, he just, without her consent, pulled out a knife. And started to, like, poke her with it because he's into knife play. And he never even mentioned that to her. So as soon as he started poking her, she said, whoa, I actually have to leave, like, right now. And he said, oh, I should have probably asked you first. And she was like, well, even if you would ask me, I'd probably, you know, still have to go right now. And thankfully, I mean, she lived to tell the damn story. But is that gay? Like... Nice bitch, you're gonna start poking me without my consent, without even telling me. Um, be safe and ask for consent. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent agree. Let's get back to the cats that aren't his. <laughs> what? They're coming in through the doggy door and pissing on everything, and then just leave. Like that's your first sign that this person is an unhinged human being. Yeah, girl. That's when you like get the doggy door that that has the little magnetic lock on it, and you add the little magnet to your dog's collar. Yes, a or little the fob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or it has the little chip in it, so it recognizes yes. like your dog's chip, so it recognizes what what animals to let in. But yeah, that's gross to just have fucking stranger cats in your house. Crazy street cats eating salmon off the floor. It did. It is. It the tickled knife. me a little bit when she was like, started poking, poking with the knife because like, I know that there are people in a knife play. I mean, look at Britney Spear. Like she is the one, just the one. <laughs> she's Britney Spear. Yeah, she dances in the uh, in the kitchen. Um, when she clanked those little <laughs> knives together, and she was like, "They're fake." Um, they're probably dulled. They're probably real knives that have been dulled, so they can't cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope. Well, she listed the prop shop where they were from. 
So, yeah, just tell your friend to never return. That guy is clearly a fucking psychopath. Like Knife? I don't... I don't understand. And this this is the thing that we talk about. Okay, so... That is the ugliest piece of bacon I have ever seen. That was a microwaved. <laughs> so you're not in a five-star. <laughs> what is that, a Motel 6? So, yeah, just don't go back. Next call. That's horrifying. Next call. Consent. What number? Four. That's like rubbing hey, your Fox. body with shit. So I was just listening to Tuesday's episode, and you were having the debate about whether being on a streaming service is being on TV. And it got me thinking about another debate that I have a lot of people, which is, if you listen to an audiobook, do you consider that reading the book? Mm. Yes or no? What are your thoughts on that? No. Like, if you've listened to an audiobook and somebody asks, hey, have you read this book? Do you say yes? No. Or do you say, no. well, I've listened say, to listen the audiobook. To just a just a thought. All right. Bye. No, I don't. Listening to an audiobook, you listened to it. Like a podcast. Like, you don't say, I read that podcast. Yeah, it's so much different to hear like Michelle Williams say words and do accents than actually like be reading every word on the page, imagining the visuals in your head and being focused on it. Like it's really easy to sort of like get distracted or tune out when you're listening to a podcast or listening to an audiobook. And yeah. when you're reading a book, if that happens, you have to like start the sentence or the paragraph over. Yeah. So I say no. So I say no, that's not reading. And I don't think streaming is being on TV. And boom, boom, boom. What is that? More bread, huh? Really filling up on bread and microwave bacon. They're in New Mexico. What time zone are you in? What's next? Six. I only have eight total. Thirteen. Do you? Um, it's like bagel or bagel. That's like a Midwestern debate. Um. <laughs> I'm more concerned about faggot or faggot. What do you say? Thoughts? Is faggot weird? <laughs> Goodbye. I, I believe it's bagel and faggot. Me too. Bagel. Faggot. Faggot. Faggot sounds like old man Fagan from Oliver. Yeah, Oliver Twist. How do you say milk? Ooh, fuck. So I saw a tweet the other day that was like, I hate milk. It's so gross to me. But it was like, um, people will uh, judge you more for drinking milk in public than they will for drinking a beer. And I was like, yeah, if I see someone drinking a glass of milk in the middle of the day out in public, I'm going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? But a beer, no problem. Milk. Milk. Thanks. Well, that it's not albondiga caliente. It's uh, we get it. Albondiga picante. Picante. Uh, it's picante because caliente is hot as in temperature, temperature not hot as and in picante spicy. Is hot as in oral mouth spice. Well, there you go. And thank you to all twenty of you that called and told us that. <laughs> We're texted. We're also, texted. for our initial caller. Shame on you, you dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah, you dumb bitch. 
Hi, the Brave Meatball, big fan of the pod. I wanted to call in with my kind of fuck talk adjacent story. Um, so I had been seeing this guy for a while. Um, it was going really well, really liked him, but it was kind of early on. Um, and then one day I, you know, we went out one night. I slept over at his place, woke up the next morning, and he had gotten up early to pack because he was leaving for a long weekend to go somewhere. So he was going straight to the airport. And then, so, you know, he's packing, and then he comes, you know, wakes me up from his bed. It's like, okay, it's time to go. So I get up, get dressed, go in the bathroom, and open the toilet lid, and there is just the hugest shit I've ever seen, like, just sitting there in the toilet. And so, of course, I panicked. Um, you know, fight or flight, and, like, I chose to fly. Like, I just closed the lid, ran out of the bathroom, like, I didn't want him to think it was me because I'm like, what if the toilet is clogged? Like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I'm just getting out of here and I'll pee at home. Um, so then we leave. Literally, he leaves the apartment. He's got his bags going straight to the airport, left the shit in his fucking bathroom for that entire weekend. Um, and I had to end things after that. Like, it was just too early on for that. And, yeah, so I want to know, is that straight? Goodbye. Was there a roommate? Was there a roommate scenario? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? He could have thought it was you. Because clearly it was him. And also, be a doll and hit the flush button. <laughs> like, I understand seeing it and freaking out. Just close the lid and flush. And then leave. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, it... It does seem... Can you imagine him coming home to that big old stanker? It's happened to me before. I thought she was going to say she like went in there and it was like... Bla- someone blasted off and it was like shit everywhere. <laughs> blasted <laughs> off? You know... <laughs> Dippers moved to the bathroom of this hotel room. Go ahead and hit the flush button for me, Dolphins. <laughs> I mean, that it, it, it's a wild scenario. It's wild, but I think you did the right thing. If if they're not gonna, if that's how little they care about their own excrement, then you don't want to be with them. Not excrement. All right, Call number five, please. So. I was popper baiting, you know, as as I do. This is a weekly occurrence, and I stumbled stumbled across a video, and you know, I clicked on it, not knowing what it was, and it was a MAGA red pill popper bait alpha white cock <laughs> hypnosis video. Is that gay? I mean, yeah, but I don't love it. Do you know about these red pill videos? No. What is that? What's a red pill video? It's like the idea that I'm going to hypnotize you into becoming like a, a MAGA dude and like worshiping oh. like my alpha, my white alpha cock and like we're going to make America great again and become Republicans. But they don't mean it. It's like a joke. It's a fan. It's it. a fantasy. I knew uh, I knew an escort who would do like phone calls and like financial domination over the phone with a uh, Republican queer man 
who lived and worked in DC at high level, like nonprofit lobbying for queer rights. And the entire fantasy over the phone was like MAGA Republican. We're going to make America great again. Fuck the left. Like none of it was like minutia of politics, but it was all sort of like the buzzwords of Fox news turned into a sexual fantasy. And it was all like, yeah, I hate it. I'm like, that's why. Like, there are some, there are some people's yums that I definitely want to yuck because I'm like, I hear it and I go like, how do you hear that and not immediately go like, oop, nope, cross the line, boop, boop. Yeah, that would immediately take me out. I'd be so turned off. Yeah. Well, well, we did it, Joe. We did. I it, mean, Joe. I guess we what did a- it, Don. Daddy you know. Don. Donald, you better red Donald pill. Trump, because we're gonna get red pilled. Yeah, I've never, I've, I've heard the phrase. And now that I know, it's weird. It's weird to me. That's weird. Now that I know. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who came out to Fat Sut's two year anniversary, my second birthday. It was truly iconic, special, beautiful. I got to really pay a lot of queer people, and we love that for you. Take a book out of Tokyo's uh, book. If you're straight, you're not working for me. I don't think anyone even straight works at Precinct. Oh, that's not true. There's a couple of them. We keep them in the back of the kitchen. Down there. Down in the back of the kitchen. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod. You can send us an email at SloppySecondsPod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story or text us. You can text us. We like the texts, and we like when you we like when you send us funny pictures. At two one three, okay, five three six, ooh nine one eighty, and then uh, don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. And don't forget to subscribe to Mom Plus Gold because there you'll get extra content from us monthly. We got some fun ones coming up. We got arts and crafts. We sat down and we ate a bag of shrimp. Did you? Oh, yeah. You finished that shrimp. Oh, yeah. At home. I got to eat a bag of shrimp right now. Don't do all that. Don't do all that, Gonge. Goodbye. To get access to our full uncensored video episodes ad-free and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.